Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We do this every day. I'm Pat Mulroy, the supervisor of the World of Learning Institute. And at the World of Learning Institute, we provide virtual instruction in languages and courses like calculus and chemistry when it's difficult for a school or district to find a teacher. We're here to talk to you about what we do every day, which is make virtual learning authentic, relevant, and engaging. And if you have any questions about that, you can contact me at pmulroy at worldoflearninginstitute.com for more information. So today we're kicking off season two with Lauren and Erin, two of our virtual learning specialists. Um, there'll be more in the show notes about them. And this is our second season that we do this every day. And I just kind of wanted to remind people that um, we really are here to talk about some of the trials and tribulations of being a teacher, um, all the great work that teachers do, uh, how we support them at the world of learning, and try to create an environment where teachers can really make a difference in the life of children. And I think teachers everywhere do that. So thank you, teachers. Big shout out, right, guys? Like, woo, teachers. Yes. And, um, and, Without getting too philosophical, I think um, teachers make a difference in the world we live in. They prepare all of our um, scientists, astronauts, explorers, doctors, nurses, um, people who fix our houses, um, our cars. They really impact all of our life. So I'm super excited to get started. Um, and so Lauren... Um, you're a veteran here on our show. Why don't we start with you and then we'll um, get Erin probably has a laundry list of things that uh, she's learned over the, the past month as we've onboarded. How many school districts, Lauren? Oh, my goodness. Probably upwards of 30. Yeah, yeah so pretty great. And we have mm -hmm. how many teachers this semester? Around 30 as well. <laughs> yeah, so so we're right on that 30-30. So. Um, <laughs> But Lauren's going to talk to us a little bit about some of the changes, how we've grown, and uh, some of the reading she's been doing lately, which I think is pretty interesting. So, sure. tell us how you're doing, Lauren. I'm doing great. You know, it's that time where we can take a breath and reflect a little bit on the beginning of the school year. Mm -hmm. I love the beginning of school years. You know, even when I, you know, when I was in the brick and mortar classroom, there's like nothing like having those kids in front of you and like the optimism, like maybe this will be a good year, you know? <laughs> um, like it's a fresh start, you know? And selfishly, because I taught, like if I love teaching level one of French because kids would come in and not have any preconceived notions about like, oh, I'm good at this or not, right? If it's their first time. Because at that point, you know, by high school level one, they're like, I'm a math person or I'm an English person, but like French, who knows, right? And so I just became like, I just loved that possibility, you know, like here's your year to shine, right? Um, and now in this role, I love, you know, the flurry of activity, although it's a lot and we're like, you know, we've got so many plates in the air. Um, just like hearing about how the schools are preparing for the school year and, you know, teachers are such creative and innovative and hardworking people like just across the board. Yeah. And they just start the year off with new initiatives, new things they're trying and just getting out of their comfort zone. And that kind of became like my big thing in this role, like starting off the year is getting out of my comfort zone because we we implemented a new a new system this year. We have a student information system genius and we did it. We talked about that over the summer, how we were, you know, working with genius and how how wonderful of an experience it's been. Um, 
but it's really hard to get out of a comfort zone and to try new things. Um, yeah, definitely um, had a few glitches. It's had a few glitches, right? Challenges, not yeah. problems, right? <laughs> and I got to tell you, you were a champ. Like, oh. you know, I mean, because sometimes that can be frustrating and you want to just throw up your hands and say, you know what, let's just go back to the old way, right? Right, yeah. And so this, you know, it made me think about when um, a few weeks ago, Dr. Butler, the, the executive director of the IU sent out his weekly newsletter and it had this diagram of the comfort zone. And in the comfort zone, like you're safe, you know everything around you. You're just like, you're cruising, you know, everything's comfortable. And then there's this, it's a really cool diagram. Maybe you can share it in the show notes. Yeah, we'll app, definitely share it. The fear zone is what is like right next to the comfort zone. In the fear zone, you're lacking self-confidence. You're finding excuses. You worry about what other people are thinking of you. And so if you can get through the fear zone, it's like super swampy because when you're encountering challenges and problems with something new that you're trying, you do like the instinct is I want to be safe again. I want to go back to the comfort zone. Um, I'm worried I'm failing. I'm worried this is a mess. If you can get through it, then you're in this wonderful place called the learning zone and you're dealing with those challenges. You're getting new skills. You're making your comfort zone actually bigger because pretty soon like this new system will be so comfortable to us. It will be a comfort zone. And then the challenge is always to get out past that to the growth zone, you know, where you're like learning all the time and evolving. And um, it's exciting stuff, but on the day to day, you know, you want to make everyone happy and we all want to be comfortable. Um, and it's like pushing through that. And, you know, we started off as a language sort of service, right? So we are providing language instruction and talk about getting outside your comfort zone. I mean, like kids right. to speak in different languages in front of their peers in their adolescent years. I mean, that is like asking a lot, right? Um, and so, you know, we can model that too. You know, if we can model it on this level where, you know, as you know, we're working with the teachers to show them like, hey, we're trying new things. It's not always smooth. Same right. for them, you know, that they'll try things in their classroom. It may not always work, but just like always trying to learn and grow. And, and then the kids too. Well, and I think one of the things that um, is really important there that you just mentioned is showing your vulnerability, right? Mm -hmm. As a leader, um, I think if you give the appearance that everything's always perfect, that you don't make mistakes, that you don't fall down, you know, like how dare somebody make a mistake? You know, you set up like that comfort zone to be very small because people are because it's messy, like, right. you know, it's just messy the first time you try something new. And mm -hmm. um, if you don't, you know, that, like, think about how small that circle stays, you right. know, like, if you never go out and meet a new friend, like, if you never introduce yourself to somebody, if you're too afraid to go talk to somebody new, you know, you never expand your circle of experience. And, you know, it's kind of cool. So Aaron has done just that this year <laughs> I have so, Aaron like so so we're talking about these circles of comfort and vulnerability tell us how you're doing I'm doing well Pat um I definitely stepped outside of my comfort zone and moved into you know this different role as a virtual learning specialist while also teaching chem so you know I still get to do what I love um but I've also come to love you know the supporting of teachers and helping teachers and helping the world of learning grow, um, you know, so that we can reach all students 
no matter where they are. Uh, we can provide a quality education and give them all of the necessary classes that they might need in order to be successful. Um, and so I think that's really what drives me every day is knowing that we can reach a lot of students that way. Um, oh my goodness. Just... It's like so fun to hear you like just like, <laughs> like we brought her to the, I don't know, what would you call this? The fun side. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the fun side. Like, yeah. I love it because I feel like we do get to stretch our wings a little bit in a place where we're expected to stretch our wings. Like, if we weren't stretching our wings, I think, you know, people like Dr. Butler and Janelle Vankus would say, what's happening over there? Like, they haven't tried anything new in a while, you know? <laughs> um, and Aaron, you're a networker. Like, you've already connected us to biology people. You got, like, something going on with some kind of learning thing. Tell us a little bit about like all the different connections that, you know, you've kind of played around with so far. And um, yeah, so, um, you know, social media outlets are fantastic, you know, Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, getting in, in groups. And so just connecting with people and joining groups and reaching out and saying, hey, I really like what you're doing. Is there any way we can meet and discuss how I can implement this? Or do you want to collaborate together on, you know, working on building something? And so, you know, I've kind of been working with that a little bit with science and 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 with the NGSS standards coming into Pennsylvania and really trying to to be able to be a resource for other educators in the science field uh, in Pennsylvania to help them develop new curriculum and and meeting those standards so reaching out to other other places that have had those standards um, you know I've really been trying to network in that in that way and so this position really gives me the opportunity to do that. Um, you know, because I have time to set up a meeting and like talk to those people and teaching just in brick and mortar school, you know, I didn't necessarily always have that time. So, right. you know, well, it's flexibility. Really yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, you introduced us some people at what was it, University of Pittsburgh in Altoona, you know. Johnstown. Yeah, Johnstown. Johnstown. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So we had University of Pitt, Johnstown folks. And, you know, that's something that, you know, it's not rolling right now, but that connection, you know, them knowing what we do and what's possible, I think is really kind of cool. Um, you know, and as we, you know, need people, whether it's them teaching or, you know, they obviously have students who they probably stay in touch with, you know, who somewhere down the road might want to work with us. So Lauren, I see you're like ready to jump in here. Yeah, no, I just think that speaks to like the power of IUs too, you know, like when you think about like our state and how we have the intermediate units to help, you know, the the districts that are within that and then also communicating across them. Um, I just think that's really cool. The crowdsourcing that's kind of going on. And then when you're reaching out beyond our IU, um, you know, can you connect with other people there and just how we can all make the world smaller, not bigger, right? In that's so cool. Well, and you, and like, like in, in that term, like you were just telling me today how you were talking with um, a collaboration of IU folks who also use Genius, which is our new sis, that it's been a little muddy for us, you know, and it's not because Genius doesn't work. It's because we're new at it and we don't know how to necessarily navigate everything that's possible, right? So right. like our comfort zone is really, really little right now, but you start talking to people who have been using it for 10 years and you're like, oh, you know, that world's like <laughs> the circles start to expand and, right. you know, I'm always amazed, like Erin and I started working on the webpage this morning and it's like stuff that would have taken me all day long. She's got it fixed already, you know, like, 
you know, it's just cool stuff like that. Like, you know, like I knew the minute I started working with Erin, I was just like, this isn't going to work. I can't do step by step with her because she's too much of a problem <laughs> solver. Like, I just got to get out of her way, you know, and I think, you know, that's the same thing. We got to do that for our teachers. We got to like give them the tools and resources, get out of their way. And if they need us, like we're here, you know, right. and I think the kids want that too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's been, it's been a fun and exciting and exhausting beginning of the year. Um, <laughs> it has been. You and you know, just the, the preparations, you know, of, of us going out, you know, the world of learning, going out and speaking and kind of spreading at the different conferences, you know, between Olivia and Lauren, you know, putting out all of those various wonderful presentations that they have, you know, coming down the line and um, kind of working with that, with them on those, you know, presentations and learning just the history of the world of learning and how they've grown so much over, you know, and adapting to student needs and you know, what what's going on in the world today has really been insightful. And hopefully those tools will be valuable to other educators as, as we get out and talk to them. Yeah, yeah. And that's showing that vulnerability. Like, look at what we used to do. I mean, that's yeah. one of the presentations, you know, and it's, it's to give people a leg up, you know, don't make the same mistakes we made because we're telling you, you know, how, how we've evolved. And so it's just like spreading it, you know, paying it forward in a way, you know? Right. And like, when I think about it, you know, like I was, Olivia was um, texting me yesterday saying, do you know where those very first courses you made were? And I was trying to find them and I couldn't find them. And she found them, you know, and those homepages, when you think about it, they were like a mess, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking that's Pat's brain, right? A beautiful mind. <laughs> it's a mess. <laughs> But, you know, like the, like you get these dreams and, and that's also part of the beauty of learning is that there's other people around me who have talents. Like, so like, you know, like I have an idea and I think for kids to understand that, I think one of the things that I would love to see happen in education in the years ahead is that as adults, you know, whether we're teachers or, you know, supporting teachers or whatever roles we're in, you know, really helping kids to see that we don't do so many things in isolation, like so many of the exercises and ways that we want kids to learn, like some of them, they have to absorb them on their own and get to know them. Like you got to know your times tables. You got to know the periodic table. Like there's some things that you have to know, but you know, for me, like I didn't get smart until I started working and working with other people because when I work in a team, I'm, I can surround myself with people who are really good at things I'm not and, and knowing how to ask the questions and knowing how to ask for help, I think is one of the things. I cut out a little bit. I cut out for a little bit. Yeah. I think, I think that's true. Um, you know, working just together in a team really helps, you know, like I'll, I'll, you know, send a team's message. Hey, Lauren, Olivia, like, can you help me with this problem? Or, you know, let's, let's get on zoom real quick and, and try to problem solve an issue and, and working together as a team, I think helps. Um, and students hopefully can start to realize that working as a team will make them stronger and smarter. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it is really true. And you guys are going to have to probably, um, we're going to have to wind this down, but um I think some of the things like kind of we talked about was, you know, like all the neat stuff that our teachers have done, the new things, the the stepping out, you know, like, you know, we have ASL two this year. Um, 
we've got chemistry, which, you know, Aaron, you've, you've stepped out of, you know, not taught in that online before. And then we've got um, the Latin course and the survival Spanish that are both kind of in a different kind of format. So we've still got, we've got some new and interesting things coming out this school year. So if you're listening in, um, know that we're always changing. If there's something you need um, that we're not offering or that we're not delivering, uh, we always love to hear your ideas and see if um, we can partner with you to make those happen. So, um, Lauren, Aaron, any uh, any final parting words about what's coming next? Well, um, like Aaron mentioned, conference season is coming right around the corner. So we're excited uh, about the different places that we'll be presenting and all the ideas that we'll be learning from people who are sharing with us. So. Um, we hope to connect, you know, if you're listening and, and you'll be at um, PSEDs coming up. I know Aaron and Pat will be there. Um, Olivia and I will be at Actful in November. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, hope lots of great conferences coming up. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, the PASA PSBA Leadership Conference is in October. Um, yeah, so there's lots of great places to go and network. Aaron, are there science things that are going on in the conference world that we don't know about? Uh, you know what, Pat, there, probably the P, uh, PSTA is coming up um, at some point in October or November um, to look into that and see maybe we can can look. I have really been looking at the digital digital space, I guess. I haven't yeah. focused on the, the science end, but yeah, we'll have to look into that and see if we can get All right. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely have to think about the science world and, you know, how we can learn from them and keep growing. So I want to thank both of you because I know it's been hectic and we're winding down, but all right, we've got season two, episode one in the books. Thanks for joining me today, Lauren and Aaron. I'll talk thank to you, you soon. Thanks, Pat. All right.